Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nine Bob Note with Ken and Paul. I thought I'd catch you by surprise and mix it up a bit there, Ken. And for any viewers <laughs> out there, we're the other way around. <laughs> Or listeners, I suppose, unless you are watching us, in which case, be afraid, be very afraid. Mm. Ken, you're in the driving seat this week. Should I be scared? You should really. It's a serious one. We do try and keep them to a minimum, <laughs> but I've been itching to talk about this one for a while. <laughs> right. Islamophobia. <laughs> oh, yes, I know, I know. Now, I'm going to immediately step in and say, this is not just about Islamophobia. This is just religion in general, which is my, it's a bit of a hobby horse of mine. I will come out with it straight away and say, I cannot stand religion of any kind, whatever it is. It's one of those things where people have got very strong views on, if they've got views on it, and irrationally so. Uh, when anybody has got an irrational view or just a complete blinkered view on something, whatever it is, and they take it to the irrational extreme. Now, recently, this has been triggered again because it's been on my list to discuss for a <laughs> while, but quite close to home, we've had a chap called Faisal, who is he was um, a Muslim from Blackburn, which is a stone's throw from where we are. Uh, he somehow got on a plane, went to America, and threatened people in a synagogue. Hmm to release somebody that had been locked up for something to do with, you know, the, the, the whole tangled web of situation that's going on in Israel and Palestine. And that's another one. I mean, I'm very, very uh, sceptical views on anybody that says they fully understand what's going on in Israel and Palestine. That is a, just a massive tangled web. Even the politicians that are trying to iron it out on both sides – they don't even know why it's going on yeah. fully because it's so tangled with other countries. So it is just not that's just not a, a goodies and baddies scenario. There's a whole host of other countries involved. It's just not that black and white. But my beef is, you see, Christianity's had the monopoly on being horrible bastards to each other for a good long while. Mm. Uh, I, I mean, the, the Crusades always get me. We had three Crusades. Christianity travelled across the globe to England. The English kings got hold of it and thought, I know, we'll travel all the way back across the globe to where it came from and start killing people that don't believe in Jesus. What the hell was going on? <laughs> it was mental. So, And throughout the ages, most of the wars, certainly for the past thousand years, have had a religious bent to them. They've been, my God is better than your God, and I'm going to kill you to show how peaceful we are. And now Islam is just the, the latest religion to have picked up the baton. But the problem that I've got with all religions is there are a lot of innocent people in the crossfire who just don't deserve to be caught up in all this. And I was on the board of trustees at the, the local high school for, for quite a number of years. And I was horrified when it became an academy to find that the science teachers were being whittled down and the religious teachers were being increased. So there were more religious teachers than science teachers. And I think now we've reached a tipping point where somebody somewhere needs to just say, this is not bigoted, but we need to be pushing science over religion. And I think that might iron things out a little bit, or at least even them out a little bit, because 
religion for some reason is growing and bizarre beliefs are becoming more popular the flat earth society for <laughs> god's sake all the all these beliefs and religions and and bizarre communities are springing up flying directly in the face of science but it's now the my main the, the central hub that i'm actually getting to is of all the things on the planet Religion is the one thing you cannot say anything about. <clears throat> You're not allowed to be critical of it. You're not allowed to make fun of it. And if you do, you will be pilloried forever. But if you go on television making fun of a scientist who's got tangible proof of something, <laughs> or even now it's even fine to make fun of the Queen. It's not fine. It's not fine. <laughs> so I'd, I'd just... Love to know your views on, I know your, your extended family, are, they're certainly churchgoers. It's not to pour scorn on people that have a faith. It's pouring scorn on people that are intent on forcing that life on other people. Yeah, there's, and I think that's one of the things that causes the, the confusion. And it's a lot to do with the sort of the breakaway bits that you were just talking about is people interpret the rules of their religion mm. and they they basically stem from what five or six main religions that have particular sacred texts so let's let's just go with the bible there are so many religions that are based on the teachings of the bible but all of them have got completely different rules and because people have interpreted things from the bit that they mm. choose and it's the same with islam i mean you know when you t see the you know the terrorists the, or the Islamic terrorists or the, who claim to be Islamic, most Muslim people would be horrified that people are carrying out mm. acts in the name of their religion, and they would be quite easy to go to the Quran and say, "Well, it clearly says here in the Quran that you shouldn't blow up a building or you know hijack an aeroplane <laughs> and crash into a building." It clearly says it here. <laughs> And But then they would turn around and say, well, yeah, but if you turn over two pages, it says here that that's what you have to do in order to get into heaven. And it's so, and what we also have to remember, and obviously this might go against you know, what people believe, but those books were written by people. They, they, no, they weren't. <laughs> they were written by God through people. And that's, oh. I've had this discussion with um you know, a Muslim within the past 12 months, said this was written by a man, at mm. least one man. Yeah. The, the Bible was written by the Council of Nicaea <laughs> towards the end of the third century. This was not written by Jesus's disciples. <laughs> this was written <laughs> three or 400 years after he was supposedly <laughs> dead. Yeah. So it's not even, this is just, I've got a real problem with Christianity. And it's, like you said, so many others have spun off from it. Even to the point where, you know, Henry VIII started a new religion just so he could get divorced. Yes. <laughs> and then turned around and killed anyone who followed the old religion that he was born into because it didn't go along with his way of thinking. Well, over the next year, or the, the House of Tudor, until that came from an end, that flip-flopped between mm. monarchs. So it did. So 
Mary went against the grain. She she was like, you know, I'll burn you all if you're not if you're not to, if you follow the uh, the old faith, I'll burn you. And then Elizabeth came to the throne. You know, don't ignore all that Catholic crap. You know, we'll we'll go on. You know, it, we'll burn you if you're a Catholic now. And, okay, and, and then Edward came. Well, uh, are, are we supposed to burn? We, what, what's right? What's <laughs> just do what you want. Just don't be Muslim. So yeah. So so once the, we had the you know the um, the Reformation, it, it all stopped all that. So. We had the restoration of the monarchy, and nobody really cared after that. Not too mm. much, anyway. But I've never quite understood the killing people to prove how peaceful you are. No. What, what the hell is going on? You mentioned there, though, the, that the majority of Muslims are you know, peaceful. And they are. Of course they are. But the problem is, and there's a very good speech by a woman called Bridget Okay, Bridget, Jones. no, I get Bridget Gabriel and Bridget Nielsen mixed up. I think it's Bridget <laughs> Nielsen. A very, very articulate answer. It goes on for about five, five or ten minutes. They're, they're in this symposium giving a, a talk about something, and some Muslim girl stands up and said, right, you're talking about America, but what about uh, why is America against Muslims, et cetera, et cetera. And she just turns around and launches into this girl and said, right, you've, you've, we're not talking about Muslims. Why have you brought that up today? But since you have, blah, 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 and it all, she telescopes it right down to, it's estimated that in the world there are 15% of Muslims that are radicalised. But that leaves 85% that aren't. Mm. Where are they? Where are they stopping this 15%? Why are they not rooting it out? And I've said this to, again, Sam, a good Muslim friend, and I've said to her, communities know when somebody's a bad egg. They they know. I mean, that that's across the board. That's not just Muslims or Christians or mm. anything. You know when somebody's not right. That is a bit like saying... Where were all the Catholics stopping the IRA bombers? But, but it's, it's but the it same principle, applies, you know. Yeah. It's, it, where's Dave? Oh, he's up in his room. He, I don't know what he's got all that fertilizer for. Yeah. <laughs> he's been reading a lot of books on wiring recently. Do you think it could be connected? And let's pray for it. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. Yeah, fuck off with your thoughts and prayers. Just fix it. So it's really, my my anger is directed to the communities that turn a blind eye to mm. these people. Faisal, I can't remember his damn name, but he got on a bloody plane and went to, and flew to America. Did none of his family sort of question, where is he? Where, Mom, where's my passport? Yeah, I'm off to Texas. Oh, righto. Um, <laughs> you're travelling very light. Yeah, it's all right. I, I'll be back uh, in bits and pieces. And the, you, you always get when anybody ever goes on a rampage, and again, this is Muslim or non-Muslim, mm-hmm. it's all the same, mental health issues. Of course they had mental yeah. health issues. They picked up a gun or a knife <laughs> or a bomb or a suicide vest were threatening other people. Of course they're, they're mentally unsound. It doesn't excuse it, though. Nope. That is the, the biggest 21st century cop-out, mental health issues or diminished responsibility. Off you jolly well fuck. Yeah, I com- I completely agree with that. I mean, there are a lot of people who suffer from mental health issues. And yes, very much. And there are mental health conditions mm. where you, something in your brain tells you to go and do something. But every single person who has committed a serious crime, you know, and we're talking murder or mass murder or terrorism or anything like that, they're not sane things to do. So, of course, you've got mental health issues. We can take it as yeah. red, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. that doesn't detract from the fact that you flew to Texas with the intention of murdering as many people as possible if you didn't get your own way. 
Where have you been? Oh, well, <laughs> Lord, why, I know I'm home late, Blacks but oh, I went out killing again. <laughs> Lord, you know what my condition is. Oh, God, take your tablets. You and your mental health issues, I don't know. You better say five extra Hail Marys before you go to bed. It's just not an excuse. No. Uh, but coming back to my earlier point about teaching in schools, um, my local school in, in Richardson, the board of, of trustees when I was still on the panel, the new head of the academy said, you know, right, we're, we're going to push. It wasn't religious studies. They call it ethical studies right. now. But it was all to do with Islam. And I said, do you realise your catchment area here? Do you not know why none of the children in Rishton come to the Rishton school? It's because they all believe it's now an Islamic faith school. Well, that's not true, and that's not the message we need to be putting out. I said, yeah, but look at what you're doing. You've just cut three full science teachers. We're now down to one and a part-time science teacher. We've got four religious studies teachers mm. in an academy. Does that not does that balance not strike you as odd? And I'll never forget the head of science, a uh, very brilliant young woman. She just turned and looked at me as if I had three heads because it was clear that nobody had backed her up on this or mm. nobody had fought her corner. They were all just sort of quietly accepting, well, if that's the new rule. It's 2022. We should be pushing science and engineering and, and actual practical subjects, not some bloody man in a cloud. It's, yeah. I, I don't care if they're good stories and they're good groundings. You know, they are good groundings for like, you know, every religious text could be boiled down to be nice to each other, yeah. the end. That, that really is, is what they're all boiled down to. Whenever you, when you pick out all the contradictions and the uh, kill everybody that's gay and, and then a few pages down the line, love your neighbour. Like, <laughs> but just not them. But just not them. <laughs> not, obviously not those faggots. Good grief, no. Um, but, I mean, you will, have, you will have come across it as well. I know you will. We were both raised Catholic. Mm. Now, I'd given up my faith by the time I was about eight or nine. <laughs> Uh, because I got pretty fed up of being told that everything I did was going to send me to burn in hell. <laughs> uh, but as, as the years have rocked by, the m most intolerant, most judgmental, most unpleasant people that I've come across are the Bible bashers. Mm. And there's none of this be tolerant, turn the other cheek. It's rubbish. Some of the people that have had nothing, they've had buttons. They've been the kindest, most generous, most friendly people. And they've got nothing. And these the people that, well, I go to church every Sunday. Yeah, but you're horrible. <laughs> yeah. You don't do anything for anybody. You just think <laughs> that going to church is going to, it's good enough. It's not. You've got to get out there and change the world for the better. Or, you know, do a good deed every day. You know, thoughts and prayers don't save anybody. Actions do. Yeah. We were, um, slightly off topic, although not really, uh, we talking at work today. We we had a talk uh, from somebody who had, when he was a, a child, undergone conversion therapy. Uh, he, what, he was gay conversion. Yeah. Oh dear. He, oh he dear. told his parents when he was, I think, eight, that he was gay, and and then he he described everything that he'd uh, he'd gone through. It was very very awful. Um, we were talking about our in air quotes, government and their current reluctance. There's been a, um, a motion to ban conversion therapy, which is still, which is still legal. Uh, <laughs> and the government have been messing around and debating it. And we were saying, well, 
why is this even in debate? This is a really cruel. It's not, oh, just, you know, <clears throat> come on, let's let's talk about it. It's, it's cruel, hor- horrific stuff that happens to you to change who you are into something that God apparently wants you to be. But even when this law does eventually get passed, there's going to be exemptions for faith-based reasons. It's just, I mean, the, the one thing that always appalls me is FGM. Mm. That's religion-based, that's Islamic-based, and it's still going on. Yep. In the name of some imaginary friend. You're supposed to grow out of it when you're about five, but it's the most horrific injury to inflict on a young girl. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> it's the, the domination and control. I mean, it's certainly with, I've, I've now, unfortunately, I've, I've witnessed enough of it firsthand. I do not like Islam. It's like Christianity, but dialed up to 11. It, it's, it's even worse than Christianity, if you can get that. Uh, I mean, with that, I will say Catholicism, because Catholicism mm, yeah. is real wrath of God, and you will burn in hell for everything that you do. You know, I spill my orange juice, burn in hell! <laughs> you want to say ten Hail Marys and confess on Sunday? Oh, for God's sake. Catholicism is dreadful. I mean, all of them. Are, are, I was speaking to someone about Judaism, and... I can't say that I know enough about it, well, to be honest. No, I, and I do know that... Um, there's all you know. There's obviously different levels of orthodoxy as there mm. are in all all religions. But you're not supposed to do anything on the Sabbath, which is Saturday. So you're not you know shops and things don't open on the Sabbath. But you're not allowed to do anything to the extent that this person that I was speaking to knew a, fa- a family who employ somebody to operate the light switches in their house on Saturdays because they're not allowed to turn the lights on. Well, what about the person who's switching the lights? Well, they're not, they're not Jewish, so they're, <laughs> they're allowed, you know, because... So, so yeah, they have to apply, uh, you know, uh, employ a Gentile to, to come in and operate the lights, which is cooking and stuff is done on the Friday so that it's ready for the Saturday. But just things like that, you're operating lights, which is plugging things in, changing the TV channel, anything like that is considered work. Who looks at that, whether it's in the Torah, the Torah, thank you, whether it's in there or in the supplementary regulations <laughs> or whatever it is they call it, and, so, and thought, yeah, well, it seems sensible. Yeah, yeah let's, let's get Tom across the road in every Saturday to switch the lights on and off. I mean, these, you know, these rules, they just make no sense. Well, uh, the food rules are just <laughs> absolutely insane. Again, I'll, I'll dial back to Islam with the every every religion's got their own sort yeah. of uh, with with Catholic, certainly with Catholicism. I don't know whether it's true for any of the others, but I I know someone who doesn't eat meat on a Friday. He's yeah. Catholic. My, my parents don't. Really, it's still uh, you know where that came in. I don't know, but me and you are Catholic, and I chow through meat like nobody's business. So, <laughs> so are we going to burn burn in hell because we've eaten? Chicken kebabs on a Friday night, one or, or that's probably not the reason why we're going to be. It's, <laughs> to be fair, it's, it's yeah. fairly low down on the list. <laughs> when we, when the recording angels, uh, you know, <laughs> documenting our passage from cradle to grave, as I, I noticed, you did a podcast. <laughs> down you go. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, Islam, it's pork, and but there's all sorts of other things, and mm. halal. Why has that not been outlawed? Of all that, there's, there's two things in Great Britain or in the UK that I think it, they shouldn't even be a thing. One is halal killing; it's just barbaric, and two is battery ends. Uh, they're just it's they're awful. 
So why they've not been outlawed yet, I don't know. But one of those is religious and one of those is economic. Yeah. And you know which one is going to get banned first. And it's not the mm-hmm. religious one. But it's horrible. Yes. But everybody else has got to conform to that. So you'll see everything now, you know, there's a lot of things now are halal or mm. they are vegan friendly or what have you. So the minority are making the majority conform to their way of doing things for fear of, you know, offending it. And I mean, there is the fear of offense. It's really the fear of losing out on a sale in, <laughs> in that particular case. But you're making the tail wag the dog all the time. And instead of getting away from religion and moving towards science, we're moving the other way. Yeah. And it's just... It, I just I can't stand religion. And no. unfortunately, Islam is the target of my ire at the moment. It's been Christianity for a long time. Yeah, And, and it's probably because we were brought up as you say, in the Catholic religion. So we know all about Christianity and we've always known the stupid rules oh. and we've always known the way that people misinterpret things deliberately. Uh, but now, obviously, we're experiencing and seeing how Islamic people or some Islamic people do that. And yeah, it is. It's just crazy. I saw an interview on the TV not long ago with um, a, a woman who was the head of, um, I think it was a Catholic high school, she was being interviewed about uh, evolution, e- sort of evolution versus the creationist mm. theory. And she said, yep, yeah, I completely, you know, I completely accept the, the theories of evolution. I can, you know, and, and she, you know, the, the interviewer was listed all the people who've come up with the theories of evolution and all the points at which we found evidence to prove that it's not just a theory, mm. <laughs> evolution actually happened. And she was like, yes, I completely understand that. And then he he then went on to ask her, but you still teach your pupils that the earth was created in seven days by God? And she said, yes, yes, because that's why it teaches in the Bible. And, and he said, out of those two, because they can't both be true, which one do you teach as fact? And she said, the creation. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she's like, right, okay, then <laughs> we'll just call that a day. But there's always going to be religion around and it seems to be that the people who are holding on to it in the face of overwhelming scientific evidence, people who are holding on to it are the nutters who are the ones who create, who cause the most damage. So, Well, if you look at the, the, the Islamic thing, let's, let's try and, trying to desperately get away from that <laughs> so I'm not just picking on, on Islam, but you are all complete idiots. Look at the bombing. Look at the people they're targeting. I mean, the Ariana Grande concert, the mm. the, the Manchester one. You killed twenty two people that had nothing to do with it. They just yeah. these are people that had gone to see a music concert. What was the fucking point that you were trying to make? And then if you try and say this guy was a nut job, you can't say that. That's racist. No, it's it's not racism. It's bigotry. You know, there was a, a guy in Liverpool, again, within the past six months. Mm. He tried to blow up a hospital full of babies. And it was yeah. only down to the taxi driver, seeing that something was wrong and locking the doors, putting himself in danger. Yeah. That all those mothers and babies were safe that day. On Remembrance fucking Sunday, mm. you can't say anything against him. No. And even on the BBC website, it was um, it, it was something really wishy-washy, like... Uh, suspected you know suicidal man yeah no attempted murderer let's get this fucking yeah. right he tried to murder mothers and newborn babies on remembrance sunday at 11 o'clock 
for what? Hmm. Flag burning, book burning. If we did the same thing to the Quran and the, the Pakistan flag, you wouldn't get away with that. Why are they getting away with it? Because it's this, you must not be, you must, you know, you must be, must be tolerant, must be tolerant. That tolerance only works in one direction. How far is too far? How far do, do these people have to go before somebody turns around and says, right, enough now. Daddy's here. Put the toys away. Come on. <laughs> Right, go and sit on the naughty step. I mean, that even sit on the naughty step. Yeah, you, you've been, you've misbehaved. Go and have a rest on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but it is all nonsense. You've, you've mentioned the creating the world in, in seven days. Well, he did it in six and had Sunday off. Yeah, sorry. But, but what I'd like to know is, and it's always intrigued me, it's been a long time since I've read this bit, <laughs> but you get sort of two or three days in before he creates the sun and the moon and light and dark. So mm. presumably he'd done the first few days completely in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. I'm almost on board with this. <laughs> so it, it's this crazy notion that everything can be explained away. It's God's will, mental health. It, just get your fucking house in order. At the, at, the, at the very worst, I know there was all the Northern Ireland thing. It, it did go on. I mean, there were there were several levels at play there. It wasn't just religion. It was uh, Northern Ireland was another complex melting pot. It's probably best not to disturb. But <laughs> again, blowing people up, segregated areas based on which version of the Bible you read. It's it's stupid. Yep. You're living your life based on something which might not be true. And the bottom line, I will say this as a, as a final thought, I can prove that science is true. Yeah. I can't prove that religion is not true. That's the only thing I will say. I can't prove it. I do think it's all bollocks. Whatever you believe, I think it's bollocks. It doesn't matter whether you believe in science or not. It's still true. Uh, as, uh, as Jesus said to Thomas, <laughs> <laughs> blessed are those who have not seen yet still believe. Would this be doubting, Thomas? Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I would like to get hold. I've got a copy of the Bible. I do keep meaning to go through it and adapt it Game of Thrones style. <laughs> I think it actually might make it a cracking Game of Thrones serial. Mm. So uh, HBO, Ciao, my yeah. phone number is out there. <laughs> do give me a ring. And as long as Mark Addy's in it. and uh, <laughs> Mark Addy, well, he will be if it's on the BBC. <laughs> Although God knows who's going to play uh, Jesus. <laughs> oh God, Russell Brand. If he if he's not too busy playing Jack Sparrow, <laughs> Russell Brand. There's another one I can sign to the bin. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. So yes, uh, rambled on a little bit longer, but I do feel quite strongly about religion. Islam is the current target of my ire. I'm sure within my lifetime it, it will be another one. Oh, but yes. You are all complete idiots uh, for <laughs> living your life this way. Have you ever seen Jim Jeffries? He's an Australian comedian. No. He's become quite popular, but he did one routine about religion where he likened humanity to a train. In the engine are all the scientists and the doers and the inventors and the people that are driving humanity forward. And then in the second carriage are all the agnostics. They don't believe, they think there might be something, but they're not really sure. And then the rest of the train <laughs> is 50 times bigger. And it's all the people that are praying and believing and they devote their entire lives to, to this mystical being in the sky. In that front carriage of all the scientists, 
because the train's hardly moving because of the weight of this back carriage, there's just somebody looking at the coupling thinking, if I just pull that pin there. <laughs> I, I can't believe how many people still, not just believe, but revolve their entire life around an imaginary friend. It's mental. Mm. There was, uh, on this Faisal, uh, whatever, the Texan bomber. Who, and he's so crap, he didn't even get, he didn't kill anybody. No. It was like... It, the, the community in Blackburn were praying for his soul <sighs> and hoping that he ascended to the highest level in paradise. Faisal the martyr. It's all over Facebook. And the comeback to the, the comments on Facebook was, well, he was. He was, you know, we believe that he'll find his place in paradise. And what about you lot? You all believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny. hell is that going to do? <laughs> okay. I think it's time to turn the comments off now. <laughs> so on that note, I'm, go I'm going to uh, don the feather boas and we'll decide feather or not. Religious intolerance, <laughs> Islamophobia, Christianophobia, whatever the hell, is <laughs> well, a serious topic. I'm not even going to piss about on this. It's five out of five. You can all burn in whatever hell that you believe in, you ridiculous retards. Yes, you're holding us back. There's no problem having a belief, but to try and impose that faith on the rest of the world because you can't get your own way, you deserve everything you get. Yep, I totally agree. It's nice for people to have a faith and to believe in something if that's what makes you feel better, but it's your faith. Nobody else has to follow it. Nobody else has to follow your rules. And if your God is telling you to go and blow someone up, then that's not really a God you should be listening to. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I, yeah, it is, it's important because it's just gone on for hundreds of years. So I am going to also, uh, particularly in the light of the fact that I gave Neighbours a five last week, <laughs> I have no, nowhere else to go. So I'll stick with a five. Woo. I'm going to launch Screening Queens. Um, it's not so much a specific thing as a specific person. Look on YouTube and look up Bridget Gabriel. Uh, she's a, a Lebanese-American conservative author. She's an, an anti-Islamic activist, and she's a founder of an anti-Muslim group. Now, I don't really believe in anti-groups for anything, to be quite honest. But I will say this much. I've only ever seen a couple of her speeches online, but they've been very measured. They've not been just a rant against something. Yeah. They've been a deconstruction, which I'd far rather have than just somebody standing on a platform doing the two-minute hate. <laughs> uh, I, I will never agree to that with on, on any subject. Yeah. It's the properly measured, deconstructed debates with facts and figures to back them up. And they're not facts and figures from the Daily Mail either. They are properly, you know, the, actual the proper facts. actual facts. So yeah, Bridget Gabriel, if you just give her a whirl, if you're in remotely interested in the topic, mm. just look her up on YouTube and uh, just have a look at some of the, the speeches that she's made at uh, symposiums and things. And uh, yes, they are the measured, which is I'm all for measured debate on every topic. <laughs> Yes, excellent. You know me and hysteria. Yes, well, absolutely. Right. Well, we we better we better wrap it up and get ourselves off to our local place of worship for Tuesday prayers and to piss in the holy water. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So if we haven't burned in hell, we'll be back next week. 
um, with more Nine Bob Notes. Thank you very much, Ken. Bless you, my child. <laughs> Amen. Nine Bob Note featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the program was produced by Maverick Productions. For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.